This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi there, and welcome back to the Explaining History podcast in this most exciting and momentous week for Explaining History fans. Um, we have, as mentioned in the previous podcast, hit a 100,000 subscribers this week. So I'm trying to give a little bit back and uh, record a bit more this week. So today I'm going to talk about the fall of Budapest in 1945 to the Red Army, and um, I think this is important because um, the fall of Berlin is uh, heavily covered. There are films like Downfall, um, excellent German language movie on the subject, and innumerable books on the subject. But the fall of Budapest gets um, much, much less attention, but the uh, fate of the Hungarian inhabitants of Budapest, um, the uh, still existing um, Jewish ghetto in Budapest, uh, and the um, level of uh, violence against Hungarian civilians um, is of equivalent level of, of bloodshed and destruction. And um, it, it tells us something also about the relationship between Budapest and Berlin, um, the Hungarians under Admiral Horthy, um, who had been uh, replaced the year before by uh, the uh, Arrow Cross dictator Szilazy, um, who uh, the Hungarians had been forced into a Faustian pact with the Nazis, and um, Hitler was prepared to defend uh, Budapest to the end not because he had uh, any love for the Hungarians or any belief that they were anything other than the sort of the untermensch he suspected them to be, but because Budapest was an advanced buffer um, against the Red Army, and if Budapest burned, then the thinking was that hopefully Vienna and Berlin wouldn't, or there would at least be some time to um, build defences, more defences to um, prolong the keep off the inevitable. So capitals like Budapest um, and I guess Rome had uh, gone from being uh, allies 
to being directly administrated kind of suzerains uh, within the Nazi empire. During the war, the uh, status of um, Hitler's allies was only really guaranteed as long as they did what he wanted. Uh, And the moment that uh, it looked as if uh, they were becoming a bit shaky, then uh, the German army and the SS uh, were likely to directly occupy. So Hungary's fate is very much entwined with that of um, Nazi Germany during the war. Um, If you listen to my previous podcast on the uh, final solution and Hungary's Jews, you recall that um, in late 1943, Admiral Horty had, uh, as the dictator of Hungary, had begun to have second thoughts uh, about the war. He'd seen the failure of the Sixth Army at Stalingrad and uh, the disasters on the Eastern Front and believed that um, if he wasn't careful, the Red Army would have its tanks on his lawn within a year or two. And it was perhaps... Uh, an idea to uh, make some kind of separate peace um, with with the Soviets. This led to a Nazi occupation in March 1944, the overthrow of his government uh, and the replacement with a far more radical fascist regime uh, under Szilazy. And when um, the Hungarians faced the full fury of the Red Army. They face um, part of the 6.7 million soldiers who marched on a steady line from the Baltic all the way down to the Adriatic. And the uh, belief um, that some historians have is that uh, Stalin was particularly keen to uh, fight his way into Hungary as quickly as possible because uh, the meeting that um, Stalin has with Churchill in late 1944, the Percentages Agreement uh, was drawn up, the so-called naughty document, and it was in the Percentages Agreement that um, a 50-50 degree of influence in Hungary was to be decided between um, the Soviets and the British. Stalin knew this was uh, preposterous, Uh, But in order to prevent there being any question of the British having any influence in Hungary, Stalin wished to change the facts on the ground and make sure that it was fully occupied by Red Army troops. Um, The uh, third Ukrainian front um, sacrificed huge numbers of men um, to uh, rupture the borders of Hungary um, and to take the defenders south of the city. Szilazy had hoped to declare uh, Budapest an open city. Um, he thought that this would uh, prevent um, the uh, complete destruction of Hungary. Um, the real re-motivation for, for doing this um, was that he didn't believe that the Hungarian people would were going to fight on anyway. So you may give them as easy a ride as possible because it'll be ultimately, uh, you know, Salazi himself uh, who they will uh, betray and hand over to the Soviets. Hitler, um, being the person who was really in charge in this relationship, uh, refused point blank 
to allow Budapest to be handed over and it was his view that no capital city should ever be surrendered without it being really kind of a smouldering pile of rubble first. Um, the people of Budapest are blissfully ignorant about the threat that faces them. Even though by, even though by Boxing Day 1944 the city was surrounded, life continued to go on really as normal over, over that Christmas and people enjoyed themselves and um, you know made the best of a difficult situation um, 80,000 or so German Hungarian troops uh, became uh, trapped uh, within uh, the uh, city of Budapest or really Budapest is two cities it is the city of Buda and the city of Pest on either side of the Danube um, and as um, fighting uh, between Red Army units and the Wehrmacht and the Hungarian army began in the city's suburbs, uh, it became too late for civilians to do anything about this. Hitler was determined um, to uh, have a set-piece set battle in the city, partly because he didn't believe that Germany could afford to lose the uh, oil um, that was uh, forthcoming from Hungary. This was an essen essential that Germany managed to hang on to to the last of this, having now lost control of the Ploesti oil fields in Romania. As with Stalingrad, there's a scant um, disinterest and disregard for the fate of civilians. Uh, and in fact, it does a... Um, the military leaders... Uh, on the Hungarian side, uh, a great deal of, well, I say good, it does them uh, some benefit to try to keep as many civilians trapped in the war zone as possible. Um, the uh, young men uh, of Budapest, from schoolboys to choirboys to students, are drafted into um, the uh, Hungarian army's equivalent of the Volkssturm, uh, and uh, Many of these, well, the majority of these, lose their lives in fairly fruitless fighting uh, against the far more, uh, far better equipped and better trained and more experienced Soviet side. The Arrow Cross, um, not what one would call uh, a sturdy fighting organisation, stick to what they know best and spend the remaining time uh, in the city uh, murdering. Budapest's Jews uh, and making sure that uh, the Jews are not liberated by the Red Army. Of course, in their kind of anti-Semitic fantasies, they see there as being a relationship between uh, the Jews and the communists. Um, and it is uh, only the intervention of Raoul Wallenberg, uh, the uh, Swedish diplomat in Hungary, he was murdered by the Soviet Union for his troubles in the end. Raoul Wallenberg, who places the Jews, uh, or the remaining surviving Jews, uh, of uh, Budapest under uh, uh, Swedish protection. Um, and he, in fact, threatens the Obergruppenführer uh, Pfeffer Waldenbrook um, with the consequences of uh, post-war international legal action if he doesn't stop the Arrow Cross from going to uh, liquidate the Jewish ghetto in Budapest. 
As December became January and the weeks of the siege piled on, the Germans and Hungarians are steadily pushed backwards across the Danube um, and the city begins to starve. The uh, bridges across the Danube um, are uh, packed with refugees. These are strafed often by uh, Soviet aircraft and fired on by the SS. Um, And while the uh, Germans and Hungarians could manage to hold off uh, Soviet attacks for a period of time, um, they managed to, uh, in mid-January, um, repulse several Soviet offensives, and they even get, come close to staging a successful breakout. Time is against them, and the inevitable is um, the, inev- the inevitable is approaching, and a major offensive at the end of January. Combined with um, the failure of all uh, attempts to try to relieve the uh, German garrison in Budapest uh, leaves uh, its commanders in a very desperate situation. Hitler says that there will be no breakout, no surrender, no negotiation and essentially no choices for the commanders um, the German high command, uh, the OKW and the OKH, are in agreement that uh, Budapest is, is doomed. There's nothing that can, can. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f? Are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. ...and be done. Um, and the... Um Existence and the development of typhus uh, from lice uh, provides uh, an extra challenge for the defenders. Um, the uh, papal nuncio um, pleads with uh, the Germans to try to end the suffering, to come to an agreement with the Soviets. Um, but this falls on deaf ears, um, and uh, Hitler himself. Uh, intervenes once again 
to say that there will be no, uh, no surrender and no retreat. In a sign of the declining standing that Hitler has uh, with his uh, generals and um, uh, divisional commanders, um, Pfeffer Wildenbrook um, decided to make a breakout uh, on the 11th of uh, February, piecing together the um, armoured uh, cavalry, um, SS cavalry divisions, panzer divisions, and whatever troops that he could uh, muster. The um, uh, German uh, forces tried to sneak out from Budapest um, under cover of nightfall, uh, but they are caught, um, ambushed, and the Soviets are not fools. They have suspected that the Germans will try this kind of thing, um, and there is a uh, one of the uh, probably most comprehensive massacres of the war of 20... Of the 28,000 troops that try to get out, 700 reach German lines. So it is quite a disaster. Um, and at this point, uh, from the 12th of February onwards, uh, in essence, the city has fallen. The um, state that the city is in after the fall of um, uh, the, the uh, breakout of the Germans after the end of the siege um, is uh, a catastrophic one. Um, Famous streets and boulevards, markets and squares have been reduced to rubble and there are bodies strewn having died from hunger, starvation, from artillery shelling and aerial bombardment. Um, There have been, uh, there are bodies strewn everywhere. But the Destruction was far from over, for now the Red Army was in situ and was able to wreak the kind of revenge uh, on Budapest that it felt the city was due. The um, German wounded were executed uh, by the Red Army uh, in an arbitrary way. Um, Any of the Ukrainian auxiliaries who had been taken along um, and had fought with the with the Wehrmacht are also shot. Um, the Hungarian soldiers themselves are largely spared. Um, this is perhaps for a number of reasons, possibly because Stalin had an interest in preserving good relations with Hungary after the war, um, possibly because it were they were seen as. Uh, lesser dupes of of the the main Nazi power. Um, But behind the the Red Army were obviously the NKVD. Um, The Arrow Cross men uh, were uh, not treated with quite such dignity as the uh, Hungarian army. In fact, many of those are... Forced into pressed into forced labour, but again, even amongst the Arrow Cross, there aren't mass executions. This is reserved for the Nazis and their more immediate allies, particularly, uh, as I said, amongst the uh, the Ukrainians. Um, the um, NKVD scour the city for people they view as enemies. Uh, one of whom it was uh, Raoul Wallenberg. 
um, and the the belief is that uh, Wallenberg um, was a a, a, a spy um, having, uh, and it was also suspected that Wallenberg had seen the details of the uh, Katyn massacre and um, knew all about the evidence that, that clearly pointed it to being a, a Soviet mass killing uh, in the, the forests of Poland uh, and Belarusia. The uh, Red Army was, uh, treated uh, Budapest in much the same way that it would shortly treat Berlin. There was an immense amount of looting. Red Army soldiers seem to have had almost like a magpie-like fascination with watchers, um, robbing citizens in the street uh, and taking watches off them, uh, and, of course, sexual violence uh, against the uh, women of Budapest was uh, another um, feature that was uh, manifested itself with the uh, destruction um, of Berlin. Women... Uh, had to be from sort of eight to eighty had to be hidden across the city. Um, the uh, Soviet soldiers who um, were uh, who were marching into sectors where there weren't many women or much to plunder were extremely resentful uh, and angry and then had to be rotated so that they could commit acts of uh, violence and rape uh, in areas where um, they could lay their hands on some women. Um, there was uh, an outbreak of venereal disease um, and it was uh, thought that probably about 10% of the women in uh, Budapest were, were raped by uh, the Red Army. Um, the uh, Hungarian Communist Party leader, Matthias Rakosi, later to become the, uh, Hung- the communist dictator of Hungary, uh, attempted to intervene uh, with the Soviet authorities, um, but was uh, to pr- get them to kind of withdraw their men or calm them down in some way. But there was a, a kind of a tacit understanding between uh, Soviet officers and their men, and the Soviet officers often took part in this kind of sexual violence as well. Um, and there were um, there was a tacit understanding that this was kind of the men's reward. Now. There's been a lot written, a lot of scholarship on the questioning why it was that the Red Army seems to be synonymous for rape. And part of the problem is is that we ignore um, the uh, sexual violence, which was not quite at the same levels uh, of uh, other armies during the war, but certainly if you look at the German army and the Japanese army um, in terms of um, violence against women, it is, um, there are um, moments of kind of extreme uh, manifestations of sexual violence. There's all sorts of evidence to suggest that Allied armies as well were no angels um, and, um, you know, engaged in, in, in violence and rape from, uh, you know, but perhaps not in any way near on, uh, nearly on the, on the same scale. Um, why? Well, um, is it, it you know one doesn't want to get into all sorts of crude cultural stereotypes, but one possible suggestion was that the um, sexual politics of Stalin's Russia had been really quite manipulated and subverted, um, and um, 
during the, the, the Stalinist era, um, you have a, a population that has been extraordinarily brutalized and a population that has experienced such extreme uh, poverty that what sexual violence comes to represent is this outpouring of repressed anger and resentment um, that is displaced um, onto female civilian populations. That's just a theory. Anyway, troops sent to relieve Budapest, um, arriving two or three days too late, had been um, moved from the Ardennes. These were soldiers, uh, German soldiers, that had participated in the failed Battle of the Bulge and were now being sent to yet, yet another fruitless cause. And the reality was that they were not there to rescue the garrison or to really... Um, save Budapest, but simply to prevent Budapest from falling as quickly as it would have done. So these men's lives would have been completely sacrificed. Um, the SS men who managed to survive the um, withdrawal, uh, the, the attempt to, to break out, are richly humiliated by Hitler by uh, having their... Um, uh, affiliation to him, uh, the Liebstandard Adolf Hitler, from being uh, removed. Um, this is removed from their their caps and armbands, um, which doesn't really endear them to the regime particularly. And we need to see this uh, the fall of Budapest really in context, in that it was part of a, a massive offensive in the east um, two weeks before Budapest falls, for example the uh, advanced scouts of uh, the Russian Red Army uh, find um, a horror site on the outskirts of the old town of Osvienchim, um, also known as Auschwitz. Um, so that, that shows you what the advance in that period of time is like. But I think the story of um, Budapest is is a really interesting one. I think it's more interesting for the fact that it, it rarely gets a mention and it is as significant an Axis capital as Rome or Tokyo. Um, it is a uh, story um, of the really the, the kind of the, the, the harshness and the horrors of war and about the um, civilians who are placed in the middle largely through no choice of their own. You know, the majority of the Hungarian population um, had little expressed desire to wage war in the Soviet Union uh, during uh, the, uh, the mid-period of, of, of the Second World War. And there, the, the, the result long after the uh, battle for Budapest was over was uh, occupation by the Red Army and then the installation of a communist regime. Okay, well, I hope you found that useful today. And guys, I'm going to be carrying on throughout the rest of the week. We've got a book review coming and a chance to win a copy uh, of uh, C. Bradford's uh, biography of uh, Lord Kitchener. Uh, and, of course, um, don't forget the crowdfunding. Uh, if you can spare any small contribution, any loose change, um, please, uh, if you can do, that'll help us to continue with the hosting uh, for another year of uh, awesome podcasts for history students and enthusiasts. 
Anyway, all the best, take care, and I'll catch you on the next Explaining History podcast. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.